Welcome to Resilience of the Soul. I'm Shanae Elbert, entrepreneur, brand aid enthusiast, and mental health advocate. But most importantly, I'm a mom and a lover of God. This is just a podcast of me telling my story in hopes that it inspires those who are attracted to this space. If that's you, thank you for listening. My teenage years were rough. It was a time where I had no self-confidence whatsoever. I thought of myself as someone who was a burden to those who were around me. I was not popular and I had grown to be an introvert. So if you remember being in school with me, you know, that's the truth. I was quiet until I warmed up to you. This was the complete opposite of how my personality was in grade school. Because by that time, by the time I made it to my teen years, my self-esteem was at a low. I was aware of the way my body looked because of the constant body shaming I had endured all my life. I was conditioned to think I was ugly. I did not know how precious and beautiful I was. This led to me latching on to anything that made me feel like I was wanted. I was rebellious, though. And if I'm being honest, I still have that same rebellious spirit. I was no longer fighting in school as much or having behavioral issues. But I had discovered this one boy. And that led to me being sexually active at a very young age. My dad agreed to let me start openly dating at the age of 15. As I mentioned before, I was rebellious and had a smart mouth. Honey, you could not tell me a thing when it came to certain topics and my then boyfriend. This eventually led to me being thrown out of my dad's house at the age of 17. I eventually eventually reconciled with my dad, but was thrown out again later that summer. And I was able to stay at a neighborhood's friend's house. Uh, I got my first job at the age of 17. I was working part-time after school doing all the fun things to make sure that I had a little bit of cash in my pocket. My dad didn't want me getting a job when I first turned 16. Don't know why, but he just didn't want me to have one. But I eventually got a job. And um, when he threw me out, I was staying in a neighborhood's friend's house over the summer. Still working, though. Uh, During that time away from my dad's home, I got pregnant. Now... My dad raised me as a single father. Yes, I had aunts and cousins that poured into me. Yes, I had a stepmom that lived in the same house with me for a short period of time. However, I did not know the first thing about being a mom. Not just a mom, but a good mom. I was a baby that had gotten herself into a real adult situation and had no other choice but to mature. Prior to me getting pregnant, I was a student at Caddo Magnet High. If you listened to my first episode, you heard how I had behavioral issues. But leading into middle school, I had turned my my act around when it came to academics. Uh, So this led to me getting accepted into Magnet High. I had plans on graduating high school and going off to college to pursue a career in the medical uh, medical medical field. I was so serious about my career choice that I even attended Fair Park Medical Careers Program for half a day. All of that changed once I found out I was pregnant. 
I never got to experience prom, never experienced the feeling of walking across the stage to receive my diploma. I was only left with the choice of having to give my baby up so that I could either focus on school or having my baby and raising them to be 10 times better than me. I chose the latter. I dropped out of high school my fourth month of pregnancy and asked for more hours at work. Now, at this time, I the only people that knew I was pregnant were the father of my child and my sister. I did not want to let my dad know that I was pregnant because I knew what the end result would be. Um, at this point, I saw that it was becoming a cycle. Uh, my dad's temper had begun to be unleashed on me in several different instances while I was uh, during my teen teenage years. So I, I knew what the pattern would be. So I didn't want to let my dad know that I was pregnant because I knew what the end result would be. My To my dad, when I dropped out, to my dad, it looked like I was being rebellious and doing whatever the hell I wanted to do when I told him I dropped out. But that was simply not the case. I was preparing for what was to come because I knew he would eventually throw me out again at some point when he found out that I was pregnant. So now... I'm working a full-time job, trying my best to keep my pregnancy hidden from my dad. I made it to my seventh month of pregnancy without him expecting that I was pregnant. Um, I eventually ended up telling my dad that I was pregnant. And things were okay for about a month. <laughs> and then my dad kicked me out during my eighth month of pregnancy. So I went to go and stay with my aunt. My birthing experience was unique in itself. I did not get to see my baby come into the world because I had to have an emergency C-section. Uh, that led to the doctors having to put me all the way to sleep because my epidural had worn off. So I woke up and I was still not able to see my daughter until I was out of recovery. So... I'll save that story for another time. A few days after giving birth to the most beautiful human on the planet, my dad asked me to come back home. So I did. My daughter and I stayed with my dad until she was about six months old. My dad and I were constantly fighting. I believe my dad was still trying to cope with the fact that he was a grandfather. His daughter is now a mom and he would constantly tell me, "Oh, you're going to be responsible for your daughter. You're going to keep her. You're I'm not keeping her. You're responsible." And he did a lot of uh he said a lot of hurtful things to me. So things begin to got uh, to get bad again with my dad. And we were constantly fighting. So my cousin uh, was in the last stretch of her finishing grad school. And she was not going to be able to work both of her jobs like she normally would. Uh, she asked if Anaya and I would want to come stay with her to help out with the bills. And of course, I took her up on her offer because it was it was it was an escape from my circumstances. And at that time, I had a job making I'm not making my own money, minimum wage at Raising Cane's. Anaya and I 
stayed with my cousin uh for uh stayed with my cousin for a few months prior to her graduating with her masters and then she told me that uh she was moving back in with her mom so I had no choice but to move back home with my dad because I did not I didn't I was not making enough money to save money so that I could get my own place. So I had to go back home. This lasted me being back at home with my dad lasted about 3 months. Uh we were until we were kicked out again. This cycle went on um up until I was about almost 20, 19 and a half, 20 years old. Uh, we were out on the streets again. Um, and to, up until that last time, we were out on the streets again. I literally had no place to go at this point. Normally, when my dad would put me out of the house, I would end up crashing at either one of my aunt's house. And this time was different. I was not able to get in touch with any of my family um, so I called the father of my child's grandmother and asked if she would keep my baby girl until I was able to figure out where we were going to stay. And she agreed to do that. So after I dropped an A off, I signed myself up to stay at the Salvation Army, the homeless shelter. This was a sobering event in my life. I uh I stayed at the shelter for about a month and a half and then I got a call from my aunt saying that I could come and stay with her. Um I couch surfed for a few months and then eventually ended up back at my dad's house again. I know that was foolish of me now that I look back at it because of the cycle that repeatedly went on while staying with my dad. I knew that that was not the best idea. And whenever me and my dad reconciled, I genuinely thought things were going to change and get better, but they never did. So that was not the best decision for me to do that. But I went back home to stay with my dad again. The cycle continued and so I ended up back at my best friend's mom's house. And my best friend's mom said something to me that I will never forget. And it still sticks with me to this day. She said, Shanae, you have to make a choice. You know that your dad is going to keep tossing you out on the street as long as you let him. I am going to teach you how to survive on your own so that you will never have to go back there again. So I went to live with my then best friend's family again. My friend's mother taught me everything from how to grocery shop, from how to maintain a household. I eventually got my first place on my own at the age of 20. I was extremely, ha I was extremely happy about this moment because I had a place to call my own, a place that no one could kick me out of. It was all mine, and I got to make the rules. <laughs> I know that that was a lot, y'all, but it's the truth. It's my truth, and I 
am so thankful if you made it this far in this episode. If you made it to episode two, I am thankful for you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my story. Um, It is valuable to me that you are listening. So thank you, because at the end of the day, all I ever really wanted was for someone to listen if you have any questions or if you want to send me a voice memo I definitely will welcome it I am open to having open dialogues to any questions about anything that I've said so far in this series again thank you so much for your time and until next time You've been listening to Resilience of the Soul, the podcast. Please share, subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my story. Until next time.